And I will ask the Father, who will give you another advocate to be with you always. Isn't this the shortest scripture passage you have ever heard from this pulpit? You could say Pauline believed in brevity. Frankly, I wondered if this is another occasion of Sister Pauline's wonderful sense of humor popping out. About three Sundays ago, I came into the Mother House Chapel for Mass. Holly, our affectionate name for Sister Pauline, was sitting next to Sister Teresa. I asked Polly, how are you doing? Her response was, not so good. Oh no, I said, why? She nodded her head towards Teresa and said, because I have to put up with her. <laughs> mischief and good humor teasing to lighten spirits was one of her charisms. And I suspect the Langfield humor may be genetic because I notice it in other family members too. For those of you who are live streaming today's Mass, you may not know that all of our sisters have been invited to plan their own funeral mass with their favorite scripture passages and music. We are experienced Sister Pauline's choices today at this liturgy. But getting back to Sister Pauline's choice of the one-liner gospel passage from St. John, and I will ask the Father who will give you another advocate to be with you always. I think she chose this because she was so deeply steeped in the awareness that she lived in God's Holy Spirit and knew God's Holy Spirit lived in her. Knowing this, was a source of her joy and all the love she shared with others. I never heard an unkind word from her about anyone or anything. She lived with an open heart, loved each community member deeply, and expressed her gratitude and appreciation for the ways God had gifted her life. We were all so blessed with her musical ability on both piano and organ, and all the many years she planned and enriched our liturgies. Her music was her prayer. And it was such a source of beauty and joy for all of us. There was a kind of simplicity and sweetness in her person that made me wonder if it was heightened 
by all the years she taught first and second graders in Raymond, Iowa, and in Pueblo, Colorado. The innocence of children rubbed off on her. She could entertain us for hours with stories about little children that often had us howling with laughter. They often revealed the need for her to be a reassuring mom surrogate when the little ones started school and were crying as a result of being away from their moms for the first time. And of course, she had multiple stories about needing to mop up yellow fluid on the floor when a child could not get to the bathroom in time. Polly loved telling me a story about when she taught my youngest brother, Gene, in first grade. And Polly knew all my family, as does Sister Teresa. When this incident occurred, Jean was about seven and I was probably 16. But anyway, Sister Pauline had just told all the children to put away their small jars of paste. You probably remember those from grade school, at least some of you do. My brother Jean still had his out. When she asked him, Jean, what are you doing? Always quick-witted, my little brother said that he was checking to see if the paste was still fresh. <laughs> Sister Pauline also taught my second oldest brother, Norman, piano lessons. The piano had been an old one that used to reside in someone's barn and had picked up the smell of animals and likely of dead mice. It had been donated to the parish. On one occasion of a piano lesson, my innovative brother brought a bottle of perfume and poured it down the piano keyboard. That significantly improved the smell but it did not do much for improved sound. But I can tell you firsthand that our little rural farming community in Raymond appreciated and revered Sister Pauline. The children simply loved her. And as you've heard, when Sister Pauline first came to the Mother House in 1978, she thought the environment could use some beauty in sprucing up. It was pretty Spartan. And over time, she created pieces, ceramic pieces, that were both playful and beautiful for our windowsills. She talked the guys into putting electrical outlets so she could light them. And she would vary the scene based on the season. It was no different on the outside of the mother house where she planted and nurtured beautiful flower gardens with her remarkable green thumb. If any of us had any non-flourishing plant, 
We could bring it to Polly, and she would have it looking great in no time. Creating beauty and loving nature were hallmarks of her life as the fish aquarium that she initiated and cared for manifested in terms of her rich inner life. Our sister Pauline was a remarkable Franciscan woman who poured blessing upon blessing into our lives and into the lives of everyone she met. Each person she met felt she had a special love for them. She will be greatly missed. Like everything else in her life, I think she knew how sad we would be with her death. And therefore, she left us with these chosen scripture words from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the righteous are in the hands of God and no torment shall touch them. They seemed, in the view of the foolish, to be dead, and their passing away was thought an affliction, and their going, for their going forth from us utter destruction. But they are at peace. Let our hearts that are sore and grieving now Take comfort in the surety that Pauline is at peace and looking out for us as we celebrate her holy, beautiful life with us. We turn to our loving God and place before God on this day our needs and those of all our sisters and brothers. Our response today is merciful God, hear our prayer. In baptism, Pauline was given the pledge of eternal life. May she now be admitted to the company of the saints. We pray to the Lord. Merciful God, hear our prayer. 
Our sister Pauline was nourished at the table of the Savior. Welcome her into the halls of the heavenly banquet. We pray to the Lord. Our sister Pauline spent her life following Jesus, poor, chaste, and obedient. Count her among the holy women and men who sing in your courts. We pray to the Lord. Merciful God, hear our prayer. For the family and friends of our sister Pauline, and for the members of the Franciscan community whom she dearly loved, that they be consoled in their grief and find peace in their memories. We pray to the Lord. For all who are participating in this liturgy of Christian farewell, that we will live in the sure hope of one day being together in the embrace of the risen Christ, we pray to the Lord. Hear, O God, our prayers that we lift up this day. And may we, in that hope that God gives us, come one day to enjoy the resurrected presence where Pauline and all of the holy men and women greet us in the name of the risen Christ who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Amen.